After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What's going on, everybody? Happy Thirsty Thursday, another edition of Dangle Batselli, presented by FTN right here live on our FTN Network YouTube page. Chris Meany and the Eric Young here hanging out with you. Another busy slate on the ice in the NHL. This is going to be our last show for a little bit. The NHL will go on a bit of a break next week. It's just the two games next Tuesday, I think maybe three on Wednesday, and then the NHL return on Monday. So we'll take a little bit of a break next week. If you're looking for some NHL stuff throughout the break, we'll cover some fun little all-star game stuff. Maybe take a look at futures and, and things like that on mean streets next week, but this will be the last one for a little bit. So let's uh, finish the first half of the NHL season strong. And then we'll be back um, on Tuesday in just under two weeks always appreciate you guys if you're hanging out live smash the like button if you have any comments any questions you can leave them there we address them on the show if you're watching the replay you can leave them in the comment section maybe it's a fantasy hockey question a dynasty question uh anything that you have always uh, circling back on these videos to take care of the people at chris meany at the eric young uh mean streets ftn gmail.com and if you are listening on itunes or spotify you can Hop on over and uh, ask the question there, or again, email or the X machine. EY, happy uh, Thursday to you. What are you rocking there? What's uh, I don't know what this jersey is. It's got a C. Oh, uh, yeah. Preds. I thought it was Preds. Yeah, Preds, Winter Classic, Roman USC. The captain, the catalyst, the night crawler. The catalyst. They, um, I was watching the game the other night. They were celebrating what was it the first team in Preds history yeah. was it David yeah. Leguan I thought I saw up there Leguan was there Lambert they um Ronning a bunch of, like pretty much the original team which is really cool to see nice um I remember those those jerseys where what was it like Sullivan and Arnett remember that I know you remember that duo Oh, I remember yeah. those jerseys. Those they should they, they rock those ones sometimes too, right? The what is this? Steve the Sullivan was Silver? my first Preds jersey ever. Ever? Yeah. What so, a stud. How could you not like that guy? He was a fan. Uh, boy, he was, Chris a Mason in, in the in the chat checking out the show. Oh, no way. Yeah, Chris Mason is another stud, right? Another baller. Uh listen to him on the broadcast. Chris Mason, welcome in, man. Uh, we are big fans of you here on the show. Dangle Bad Selly. 
Yeah. Um, I, I, when I think of Sullivan, I think of so many cool stories with him and, and just, you know, a small player and yep. uh, an elite goal scorer in his time. And do you ever remember the, the time where I think he got hit in the face with a puck and then the fan was like laughing at him. And then later on, I think the fan got hit in the face with a puck and then he was kind of like pointing like instant karma. Uh, that's one of the best clips of all time. You've seen that one, right? Oh yeah. 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 He was a, he was a feisty little guy, man. Like, I mean, small player, everyone was massive at that point and uh, just tough as nails, crazy shot him and Arnett together, just giant centerman, just blotting out the sun. Like it was, uh, there's been lots of great players that have played here. Tons of like great character guys. It's a, uh, it's cool. Like I moved here, um, not, you know, on a whim, but just kind of ended up here in 2004 and, Love the city, love that franchise. They take very good care of me, and you know, get to hang out with Mace and Hal and and uh, some of the players. And uh, it's just really, really cool. You like you saw, like we got to go into the bowels of the Bell Center and hang out with some of the boys down there after the game, just before yeah. COVID hit. So yeah, it's uh, it's my team, my chosen team. I will always be a Maple Leafs fan, but I moved here. Nashville is my home, and the Predators are my team. Definitely one of the best places to to catch a, a live hockey game. Uh, we've no, said no. that a couple of times here on the show. Bridgestone Arena is is electric. It's an unbelievable atmosphere. Uh, we I've been a couple times. Once with once with you, and uh, it was both times I went was just absolutely phenomenal. Um, it's it's a great place to to go watch a hockey game. Plus, you got Broadway there as well. So yeah, put it on the bucket list. If you're looking for a, a new place to check out a hockey game, it, it's got to be Nashville and and Bridgestone Arena. Okay, we're going to get after it. we got a lot of action uh, on the ice tonight. A, a decent showing last night in the NHL. Woke up to a stack correction this morning. It was like Christmas morning. Last night, we had a 75-1 to game game parlay. Uh, uh, we had a two-point night for Eberle, McCann, and Thomas Tatar. Last night, they all had two points besides McCann. It's like, ah, we were close to it. Wake up this morning, and there was a stack correction, and, and Jared McCann had the two points. So it was 75 to 1 hit last night, a 14 to 1 hit on the two points for Eberle and McCann as, as solos. And hopefully, we can carry over today with a couple winners. If you are looking to be part of the FTN family, FTNbets.com slash pricing, FTN wins promo code for you. Save yourself a little bit of cash. Uh, and we're going to get after it with a couple picks and props. You always want to say what up to the fam. Adam Shemansky's in here. Welcome in. Daily Handle with Jordan Allen. Good morning, Means, EY, and everybody. Of course, we have the great Chris Mason in the house as well. Let's go, buddy. Uh, John Prince, we are here. Dangle Bet Thursday. Shop Prop King and the Madman. I really needed a Dangle Bet breakdown for yesterday. <laughs> uh, yesterday was a, a very, very solid showing in the NHL. Those, Wednesdays, those Wednesdays, Wednesdays can be tough. Those Wednesdays can be tough, man. Uh, weird little small slates, but we'll try to carry it over today. Robert Denson in the house. Smashville is happy to have you. Uh, you boy, are Rob. Absolutely love that stuff. Okay, where do you want to start? I always ask you. I'll throw up the games here for you. We got a handful of them. Nine. We got some lopsided affairs. Of course, Edmonton has their lengthy winning streak as they try to chase down the Penguins for the the longest winning streak in an NHL season at 17, just three behind them. A winnable game here tonight. The Hawks uh, played last night against the Kraken that we talked about. We have the Dallas Stars at home. Pretty big favorites as well. Where do you want to start? You want to start with the Preds on the road against the Wild? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. Let's do it. Let's do it. Take right. it away. Nashville. Yeah, uh, Nashville on the road. On the road. Um, Minnesota has always kind of had their number uh, in Minnesota. Um 
Flurry, I believe, is still hurt. So it'll be Gustafson tonight, who's been pretty up and down this year. Uh, I don't know who's going to play. I would imagine it's Saros because they've had a couple days off. I imagine they go back to Saros again. Uh, on the Nashville side, I got Forsberg, of course, uh, at 145. And Colton Sissons is playing really good hockey and playing that net front guy. Um, and he's at plus 390. Like, look, this guy scored a ton of goals in junior. Um, that's not what he's done in the NHL, but it's always cool to see a guy like that that comes in. He's a, this prolific scorer in a lower league, and he realizes, you know, those spots are filled by players that maybe have more skill, and he, they turn himself into this other player. Like, he's been such an important player for the franchise, you know, centered the herd line when it was one of the hardest lines to play against in the NHL, and right now is getting some real time from Coach Burnett on the on the first power play. And uh, is scoring pretty regularly. So, and I, and I just like, I just love him as a player. So, I'm, and the odds of 390, I'm sticking with that. Uh, Minnesota side, I'm going Kaprizov at 130 and Boldy at 230. The Boldy at 230 is pretty enticing. I, I get Kaprizov is back, but Boldy's been the guy that's stirring the drink there. Like, he's been the guy carrying the, the offensive load. And the fact that he's at 230 is pretty tasty. It's a pretty good odds. Yeah, ever since they made the coaching change, it's the spark that I, I noticed right away was was Matt Boldy, whether it's some puck luck going his way. I mean, he's a volume shooter. He's got a heavy shot. Uh, he can find the back of the net with the best of them, but he is his game has changed since the coaching change. And the Wild, too, you know, they've been a little bit better since they've made the change. Their defensive game has been better. They still are among um, the basement dwellers, I guess, in terms of penalty kill percentage. So, I like the power play call there. Maybe a couple power plays for Nashville to whip that puck around. I still like Nyquist, man. I'm seeing him dropped in, man, in his ownership is now. What a fine for them. He's been he's the top line he's, of Forsberg, O'Reilly, and him. It's just been really good, man. He's oh, carrying the puck. He's been a cool. very good player for them all year. 12 goals, 24 assists on the season, 38% his ownership in Yahoo. He's hit the score sheet in 12 of his last 15 games. Like he's been withheld out of the point, I guess, in three of the last five. So maybe that's why people are, ah, ah the run is over, but I don't think it is. Like the ice time is there. No. The minutes is there. The opportunity. He's playing with a stud in Forsberg. O'Reilly's been great all year long. He's minus 135 over at DraftKings to pick up a point. He's plus 150 to pick up an apple, and he's got 24 helpers on the season. And even his shot prop is a touch juiced. Uh, but he's been shooting, man. He's got at least three shots in five of his last six games. Bet Rivers is offering minus 182 for two shots. But how about DraftKings at plus 130 for three shots? That's a a little bit of a, a maybe a quote-unquote long shot. You're looking for a plus money play. Uh, the Wilder inside the top 12 in shot attempts allowed at 5-5 five and five per 60 over the last five and a half weeks. So an opportunity there. And again, the, the penalty kill is just not great in Minnesota. So the yeah. point could come via a power play. Those shot attempts could come uh, for the power play as well. We mentioned Brock Faber in the last game. I think we should go back to him. I think I got a little bit greedy saying that, ah, we'll just take the assist at plus 150, even though the point was plus 110. He scored a goal, so he didn't get the assist. But uh, the point again tonight for Brock is plus 110. As you said on Tuesday, the dude just doesn't come off the ice. 25 plus minutes over the last couple of months of the season. Now his move from five to one on Tuesday when we talked about him as the Calder trophy winner, potentially Bedard was minus 300 at the time. He's come back down to around minus 170. I still think like when Bedard comes back, it, it could be his if he goes on a run. But what Faber is doing 
the minutes that he's eating up. Now he's on that first power play. He enters on a five-game point streak. He's got eight points over that span, and four have come on the man advantage. So he's playing some really good hockey for the Minnesota Wild, uh, playing with a ton of confidence. And since Kaprizov has been back, that power play has been much better. Before we move on from this game, so the two plays for me would be Nyquist, the shots, and I like um, Brock Faber here. Goal scorers, I would go with Forsberg and Kaprizov. It's kind of chalky, but I think those guys find the back of the net. Do you think the the Predators will add at the deadline. And there's been a lot of Tyson Berry rumors out there, maybe moving on from him. He's just been back in the lineup. But looking at the standings, another tough loss for the LA Kings last night. Uh, but the Preds are hanging on to that final wildcard spot at 51. Do you think they just stay the course the rest of the way? Or do you think that they're a team that maybe adds, like not as, I don't know about Lindholm or a superstar for, but maybe just some depth? What do you think Nashville does at the deadline? Uh, look, I mean, Barry Trotz has been in and around hockey his whole life, but he is new to being a GM. Uh, I, I would think at this point, people that were being realistic probably didn't see themselves being, you know, in this position or being, you know, in, in the playoff hunt. I think they make the playoffs. Uh, I think they, you know, they're just one of those teams that's going to scrape and claw and somehow find their way in, you know, things like that are, are great for revenue or are great for, building popularity in the city and, and all of those things. But I don't think they will be aggressive buyers. I think if the right deal comes around for Barry or somebody like an, an, an aging player, um, then they make it. Um, but at the same time, like a lot of this team's core and a lot of this team's really good players are, are young. Like I, I don't Homer or not. I mean, Tommy Novak is, is probably has probably the greatest contract in the NHL. I think he's making eight hundred thousand dollars, and he's he can be a, a first or second line centerman on most teams. He's he's so good, and I understand like you look at the stats, and there's not a ton of goals, and not a ton of assists, and all that. If you watch the games, like when he has the puck and he's on the ice, things happen, and they happen all the time. It's not an accident. He's a really, really, really good player. And he's making eight hundred thousand dollars. It's it's probably the number one value contract in in the entire league right now, in my opinion. Yeah, he's a he's a really underrated hockey player. There's no question, um, and a great player to have in our fan tracks league that counts salary because he does a lot for you yes. at uh, at that price tag for sure. Uh, welcome in, cheers from Canada. Cheers to you as well. Bats here on a thirsty Thursday. All right, let's continue to to move along. Uh, let's go to Detroit and talk about the Philadelphia Flyers and the Detroit Red Wings. Again, the prop shop, the parlay calculator, two tools that are free over at FTMBets.com. The link, uh, link's inside the description of this video to get the best possible numbers. Save yourself a little bit of time and a little bit of cash, hopefully. Uh, Bet365 offering plus 110 for the Flyers on the road and the Detroit Red Wings checking in at minus 125 over at DraftKings with the total here sitting at six and a half. Uh, I want to talk about Yoel Faraby for a second, and this may blow your mind uh, because we have been talking about Faraby, right? Because he's been on, certainly he's been on a run. He enters tonight in a seven-game point streak. He's got five goals and 10 points over that span. We've been talking about his point prop. His shot prop in the last uh, the last show was plus money. It's plus money again here tonight. He's plus 105 uh, to pick up three shots. He is minus 135 to pick up a point. That's uh, both of those numbers over at DraftKings. He's got points in 18 of his last 23 games. And you'd think, ah, this is just a little bit of a run. 
But get this from natural stat trick today. I've looked at the five and five point leaders. Nathan McKinnon, who again last night, man, four goals and the five points. Savage. Are you kidding me? Freaking age. Just a savage. Uh, Nova, Nova Scotia zone. Proud Nova Scotian. I love it. Every time I go to Cole Harbor, I see signs. It's like Crosby and Nate. These guys are just awesome. Uh, and it's great to see. But McKinnon, 43 points up at the top, right? Stud. Kucherov, stud. Number two, 35 points. Five and five numbers this year. Number three, Joel Faraby. Yo Fairby, 33 points. 33 points. He is top 10 in goals at 5-5 five and five with 14. Matthews leads the way with 21. He's number two in the NHL in primary assists. Matthew, Matthew Barzell is, is number one with 18. He's got 14. So this, I don't know. Like it, It's not like he has a crazy high shooting percentage. The Flyers have one of the worst power plays in the NHL, so he's not racking up all these points in the power play. It's pretty remarkable to see um, Matthews and McDavid and Crosby behind him at 32, 32, and 31, and Farabee. Uh, he, he's just been he's been feeling it, man, and I don't think we should shy away from him. So I am on the point. I am on the the shot prop at over two and a half. And on the other side, Alex DeBrincat is at um, minus 130 to pick up a point. I think we could see some some goals in this game. I don't know how you feel about Samuel Erson. We talked about him in the last show as like a long shot Calder. I still like Faber. Uh, I think, you know, Erson's going to have to, you know, as a rookie goalie, he's really going to get an opportunity here with Carter Hart away from the team and Philadelphia. He He's certainly going to get an opportunity as a rookie. He's been pretty solid this year of late. Not as much. Yep. 80% of the games the rest of the way. Does he hit a rookie wall? Flyers are in a playoff spot right now. 56 points, third in the Metro, believe it or not. Uh, ahead of the Islanders, the Devils, the Pens, the Capitals. Uh, so they're going to really lean on this kid the rest of the way. I think he's a decent pickup in fantasy hockey leagues, sell high candidate if you're in a good spot. But um, interested to hear your thoughts on him the rest of the way. If you think the Flyers could be a playoff team. And after the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fair being to bring cat. Those are two guys for me, and then you... You got a couple goal scores, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, for me, uh, the Faraby thing, I mean, we've talked about him off and on here for a few years. Like, he would see glimpses of the player that he could be, or you'd hear about, you know, stuff out of Philadelphia, how skilled he is, him and uh, Frost and Tippett and, and just these, you know, this young core. Um, obviously, guys like Couturier and Konechny are, are carrying the heavy load, but the fact that Faraby is on that list for five-on-five t- five scoring is saying that, I mean, he's arrived, right? That's that's not by accident. Like you said, the shooting percentage isn't insane. It's it's right around where it should be. And um, if, if you're a person that's in a dynasty league or when you have Joel Farabee, you 
hold on to him like like a gold bar you know like you don't he's <laughs> likely only going to get better uh as far as urson goes i believe that if i was a betting man and i am that i would say this is the beginning of the end of the philadelphia run of playing well and consistency like the reality is this very seldom do we see rookie goalies do well. It's just it's very, very rare. Uh, I'm not willing to bet that Urson is going to be uh, the difference there. Um, I, I feel it, and it has not like he's young, right? He's a young player. I don't think it, fatigue has anything to do with body fatigue. It, it's goalie fatigue, and I'm not a goalie. Uh, I have played it a couple times. The hardest part is being engaged for the entire game, and it it takes an an incredible amount of mental energy, which, you know, ends up draining you physically. And I think just the reality is, is he's kind of already hit that wall and now he's going to be the guy that they're going to lean on. And I think just consistency is going to go away and they're going to start to fall down the rankings here. If I was to bet, that's what I would say. Um, I think that maybe a sell high candidate then. Yeah. I mean, when Philadelphia is good, that's a better league. Uh, the fact that the turnaround has happened this quick, like, I would imagine fans in Philadelphia are, are apprehensive to even open their mouth or support the team because they didn't, no one thought that they would be in this position this year. Uh -huh. um, but here they are, you know, right in the thick of it. Uh, that the Metro is just confusing and difficult and wild and who knows what's going to happen. Uh, as far as the game tonight, uh, Philadelphia, I'm going Konechny at 140, and I'm going Atkinson. Atkinson has been piling up points. I don't know what his Yahoo uh, availability is, but he's just one of those guys oh. that's never like 80 and 90% owned, and he's a he's a stat compiler. It's just he's kind of done it his whole career, and he's doing it in a big we a big big way right now. Uh, so look for him if you uh, you know in season long leagues if he's available. He's shooting like crazy, scoring, getting assists, playing on the power play, kind of making, doing all things right now. Um, and right now, I think they got him at plus 240. Uh, the Detroit side, I'm going Larkin at 145, and David Perron, who's also kind of starting to feel it at plus 270, yeah, call. playing on that second line and playing on the top power play. David Perron has always been this guy. Once he starts to get a groove, it, like he'll score goals in bunches, and then he'll disappear. Um, but right now, it feels like to me that the David Perron goal is is a very likely thing tonight. I love the Perron call. I, I was thinking about him the other night as a point, just to pick up a point on that top line with Larkin, who's feeling it, and Raymond, and I shied away from it. I think tonight we're just going to see some goals. I mean, the Flyers have played the over pretty consistently over the past couple. Nine goals in their last game, eight before that, 11 before that. Uh, great call by you with Cam Atkinson as well. He's definitely available in leagues. I was holding him at the start of the season. He was hot, and then it was a cold stretch, and it was just yep. healthy scratch a game or two. Uh, but That's what he's he always is, done, right? Right. He enters tonight on a six-game point streak. He's got five goals over that span. He's minus 105 for a point. A little bit juiced for the three shots, but minus 143 over at Bet Rivers for three shots I think is a decent price. Anything you know, a little bit juicier than that, we just shy away. But he has had at least three shots in – five of his past seven games he had four in his last game nine the other night against the dallas stars he was all over the ice so great call by you cam atkinson really good price for him to find the back of the net like the point at minus 105 for him uh, and with no owen Tippett, right it's just an opportunity maybe for more ice time yeah. maybe more shot attempts maybe more pp time and as for david perron i didn't check but i would imagine it's a similar price plus 115 for david perron 
uh, to pick up a point tonight. And as you mentioned, um, you know, he's been hitting the score sheet lately. He's got points in five of his last six games and eight of his last 11. So you're getting plus money for a guy that is playing his best hockey of the season at the moment in David Prawn. You have a side that you I kind of lean Philly, but I'm not really sure. <laughs> it's kind of a toss-up game to me. I think we'll see some goals. I like the over a little bit more than picking a side at six and a half. Yeah, but I'll I mean, you, both these teams you pick are a side for the people. I think I picked Detroit uh, on Tuesday, and they got they got ran over. Um, you know what? I'm just going to go with Detroit at home because I, I believe right putting my money where my mouth is. Uh, I think that this is the beginning of the. I wouldn't call it a death spiral for Philadelphia, but I think they're going to turn back into the pumpkin that we thought they would be. All right. Don't come uh, after me, Philly fans. I don't know. They're harsh, you know. Yeah. You know how they please are. Don't, you know please they don't are. throw quarters. I have to wrestle there in a couple months. Please don't throw quarters at me. <laughs> What's uh, the craziest thing someone's thrown at you in the ring? Have you somebody's uh, thrown quarters at you before? Yeah, a D battery. I got hit in the back. A battery? In, in, yeah, in Puerto Rico. We were Team Canada, and they hated us. And it's so weird, like, because it's such an adrenaline rush when everyone's calling you an asshole and throwing stuff at you. And I got hit in my back and I was like, God, that hurt. I, what was that? And I turned. It's like a, one of those big fat D batteries hit me right in my back. And I was actually so happy that someone was so mad that they <laughs> threw something at me. I was um, listening to the new Heights podcast yesterday, the Kelsey brothers, man, they just, I have a soft spot for both of those guys. Yeah. Uh, and then Travis Kelsey scored the touchdown in Buffalo. Of course he gave the heart, right? And everyone thought it was for, you know, Taylor Swift up in the in the booth, and he's just like, hey, it oh. was, it was for Bills Mafia, just like letting them know I love you guys. I have no hate in my heart for you guys, even though you hate me so much. All the things yeah. that they were saying to him before the game, the shenanigans, and he was just like, I love you guys. Don't hate me. Don't hate me. And then he gets the snowballs thrown at him, just like Philly, um, you know. And, in Santa Claus. We all know that story. Uh, Robert, no worries. I'd hang on to Velarde too. I still like him. I know he's really close to returning to the lineup. He's been great. I think that there's going to be a spot for him on that top line with Connor and Shifley when it's all said and done. Um, I think the Jets may add as well. Welcome in, Marty. Let's get it. Let's get after it. I called it means they sucked me in, and here comes the inevitable regression from the Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah, it's possible. Eric's probably right. I think I talked about the Flyers a little bit too much this morning on the NHL fantasy on ice podcast is a team that maybe could squeak into the playoffs and, and just give someone a good run. I don't think Florida style of, Hey, we're going to knock off the Bruins and go to the Stanley cup finals, but they'd be a tough at out for their, their scrappy squad. Um, speaking of the Bruins, let's go to Boston and Ottawa. We have the Sens on home ice, which kind of, they look like they're turning things around a little bit. Uh, Pinto's that. in the lineup. They're getting healthier. Uh, Stutzel's been much better lately. Josh Norris is in the lineup. Jake Sanderson's hitting the score sheet. Is it too little too late? Uh, you know, they played 43 games. Nobody's played fewer games like than the Ottawa Senators. So they have some ground to make up on teams. Them and the Edmonton Oilers are 43 games. A lot of teams have at least 46, 47, 48 games played. Uh, but they are sitting in the second lowest spot that you can be in in the east uh with an 18 24 and one record just 37 points they beat up on the habs over the past couple games so maybe that's part of why we think that they've been a little bit better lately 
Uh, I'll go and start here with Charlie Coyle. Again, this may be the last time we can get Charlie Coyle at a decent price uh, to pick up a point. I'm seeing minus 140 for Charlie Coyle. Uh, we've been talking about him over the past couple of weeks. We we talked about him before the season started. Just an, an opportunity with no Patrice Bergeron, uh, with no David Krejci. It took a little bit for him to get the number one role as the number one center with the Bruins, but he has it. And until Bergeron comes back or they make a trade for Elias Lindholm or something like that, uh, this is his job right now. He's entered in a six-game point streak. He's got three goals, nine points over that span. EY, he's hit the, the score sheet in 13 of his last 15 hockey games quietly, still owned in fewer than 50% of Yahoo leagues, a beast in the faceoff. You're playing with Pasternak and you're playing with Marchand. Yeah. You're going to fall into some points, and that's part of it. Uh, but he's looked good. He's doing his part on that line as well. So I, I like him tonight. And I'm going to go to Josh Norris uh, to pick up a point. It's a bit of a tough spot with the Bruins, but they played last night. Hard-fought game against the Hurricanes. Uh, so those are my two guys tonight to pick up points. Um, take her away. Uh, yeah, I, I, Ottawa is interesting. Like you said, they beat up in Montreal. So, you know, we'll see. Um I just, I do want them to be good. I mean, I thought they would be very, very good this year. It should be better uh, than there. And here we are um, on the Ottawa side. I'm going um, Brady Kachuk. Just love watching this guy play, man. I love it. And he's in and around it all the time. Could score any game, could fight any game, could hit any game, could assist on an important goal any game. Just, just a hockey player in the purest form. Uh, and I'm going to go Batherson at plus 220. Shooter on that power play, kind of having a sneaky good year, right? Like, I mean, even though they're they've been bad, Batherson has just been very offensively consistent for them. And it wonders if they didn't have Drake Batherson, where they would be. The Boston side, I can't go away from Pasta. Like, just such such a good player, so tricky. The release is so it's crazy. Like, he'll have the puck like down by his feet, and the next thing you know, it's in the top corner. It's wild. Right, he's just a ma- his, he's just a master at shooting the puck from all different levels. Um, a master with the puck. Period. He is a, a negative one ten, but I think he scores again here tonight. Uh, and I'm going to go Jake DeBrusque at plus two two ninety. I like DeBrusque. I was going to say if there's a long shot, I just the the defensive game from the Senators and the goaltending's been so suspect yep. that it's. I think it's an opportunity maybe to take like a second line guy. Uh, and Jake DeBrusque has been, he's in pretty good form over the past couple of weeks as well. Uh, I think that even though the Sens are playing better and the Bruins played last night against the Hurricanes, I think it's still some pretty good odds to jump on Boston at minus 128. Kind of feels like a trap, right? Minus 128 yeah. for the Bruins. You look at Boston atop the Sands, you look at the Sens near the bottom, and I know they are playing better. Having Pinto in the lineup gives them a little bit more balance. Um, I'd cut ties with Tarasenko and Fantasies on the third line now, second power play, not getting a lot of ice time. Could be traded at the deadline too. I think he only signed a one-year deal. Like that's a guy that could get shipped. I know Chikrin's been involved in some trade rumors as well. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see how the Ottawa Senators treat this deadline because they've been very aggressive over the past couple of years and the Brinkat trade and Tarasenko signing, Giroux signing a couple of years ago, Chikrin trade, trying Corpusalo signing. Like that hasn't looked all that good uh, either. But yeah, rough go for the Sens. I I'm willing to. Take that price at minus one twenty eight. You don't get the Bruins uh, too often at, at that price, even though they're on the road here tonight. Uh, okay, speaking of the Habs, 
We'll go to Montreal. All eyes will be on Patrick Waugh, of course, and is the head coach now of the Islanders. And in Montreal is 33 at the Raptors at the Bell Center. Habs checking in at plus 130 at uh, Bet365 is home dogs here in the Islanders checking in at minus 148. So it's been a win and a loss for the Islanders since Waugh's taken over. And these are his words. I'm paraphrasing. He thought that... Uh, they probably didn't deserve the first win against the Dallas Stars where they came back and won in overtime thanks to a Bo Horvat goal. And then he thought that they deserved a lot better against the Golden Knights. And you called it on this show. You liked Vegas. You talked about Bruce Cassidy calling out the squad. You liked Vegas yeah. uh, bouncing back and winning that game. And they did. Uh, it was a tight game. I like the Islanders here at minus 148. I'm interested to see if Bo Horvat's going to play. Just the defensive game from the Habs, they were just absolutely awful against the Ottawa Senators the other night. They had a great third period. St. Louis got them playing. They mixed up their lines. They put Josh Anderson with Suzuki and Caulfield. You had the Caulfield goal, and I think you should have had it eight times. He had like a dozen shot attempts. He hit the bar twice in in the third period. He was all over it. My goodness, he should have had a bunch of goals, a couple nice saves, a couple missed chances. The Habs just don't. Their defensive game is, is not great at the moment. It's um, they're still among the leaders in penalties taken. They're undisciplined and they really just have three guys that bring it every night. It's Caulfield, Suzuki and, and Monaghan. So I, I think that the Islanders on the road, Sorokin between the pipes, uh, I think, you know, even minus 148 for this New York team, I would lean with them to win this game. Interested to see if Sofkowski goes back up on that top line tonight. Uh, but Brock Nelson, Brock Nelson's the guy for me in a, Bo Horvat plays. I'll be interested in him as well. I'm seeing shot props a little bit juice, but for him to score a goal tonight at plus 165, it's it's the penalties that the Habs take. It's the defensive zone coverage that I've seen. So I think, you know, some of these Islander guys may, you may not see a high scoring game with Sorokin between the pipes, but I think the Islanders go in there and win by, by a couple goals tonight. You got a couple goal scores for us? I do, yeah. Um, I'm looking at... Um... If Horvat plays, I, I think I would uh, include him, and I probably would include him in my eight-way Maniac Parlay at the ends, but I'm going to keep an eye on that. I'll have an alternate by the time we get to the eight-way. And going back to Nelson again, it, it seems like if they score, it's one of those two guys, so it's a pretty good bet. Montreal, Caulfield, of course, at 145, and Slavkowski at plus 300. Um, they moved him off of that top line, but he's still playing on the top power play and still playing with some pretty good players. Uh, and playing with Bonahan, who's just piling up assists right now. So there could be some chemistry built between those two. Yeah, I, I think that we'll see him with Monaghan and maybe Josh Anderson back with Suzuki and Caulfield. Just get a little bit of grit on that line. Mix it up a touch. Uh, Kyle Palmieri is an interesting call, too. I think we talked about him before, just given the placement with Brock Nelson. Um, he's also on that first power play. He's plus 260 tonight to score a goal, and he's minus 120 to pick up a point. I don't really ever consider Kyle Palmieri is like, yeah, I'll jump on this point prop, but given the matchup, I'm in. I like it. Uh, all right, Tampa Bay and Arizona. I don't really have a whole lot to, to say here on this one. I think the Coyotes are are in the middle of a, a struggle. You know, we liked them at the start of the season as a long shot team, uh, but I think like their goaltending has dried up a little bit. They played last night. They lost 6-2 to the Florida Panthers. Our Panthers. We love the Panthers here on this show. Uh, plus money for them to win on the puck line last night. Another goal from Sam Reinhart. My goodness. Uh, After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me. What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Back to back, second half in Tampa. It's nice that they're going to go to Connor Ingram. He's the better of the two goalies that they do have. Uh, but I like uh, I like Tampa here. I put in Kucherov. It's a little juicy for Kucherov to have a two point night at minus um, one thirty. But oh, man, this guy is just man. Him and Nathan McKenna. I don't know what more you can say about those two guys. It's going to be an amazing run to see who takes down the Hart Trophy. Uh, but Nikita Kucherov, a four point night the other night. He's got four multi point games in his last six, three games with at least three points he had the hat trick the other night and man he's just playing too 25 24 minutes the other night i feel like he's been more aggressive this year than in years past he's shooting a puck a little bit more uh and Braden point is minus 120 for a point and if you're looking for a long shot i mean if kucherov is priced at minus 130 for two points and he's picking up two points here and there consistently i think Braden point for two points is plus 170 and he's got two multi-point games over the last four, uh, and he's got 50 points in 48 games, so he's above a point-per-game guy here. I like Braden Point for a two-point night at plus 170. Go ahead. Yeah, I like that. Braden Point is spectacular. Love watching him play. Uh, Arizona top side, of course, Clinton Keller at 160. And I'm going back to my boy, uh, Kraus, uh, shoots the puck, net front guy, playing on the second power play. You know, playing some important minutes for Arizona, and, and I just like them at plus three twenty. Uh, Tampa Bay side, Kucherov at negative one hundred five, and I've got um, uh, Mikey and Nisimov. He's playing yeah, on the third he's line. Power play goal there, Yeah, and, and he's playing on uh, the second power play. I don't know neither of those things are like classic goal scorer, but it's just like every time I look, I, you know, I pull up my game app, and it's like. They've got two goals, and Mikey Nisman is one of the guys with the goal. So, uh, just it's a gut feeling. Um, I wouldn't say to do it. Um, I wouldn't say to bet on it, but I'm going to bet on it, and it's uh, plus five hundred, which is the most appealing part. And absolutely, and you know Hagel too. He's been off that top line for a long time. And I looked the other day to see. I was like, I own him in the DBC league, and I was looking to make some adjustments. I'm like, ah, how's Hagel doing? It's like, wow, this guy, this guy's doing pretty good. Uh, he's picked up a point in seven of his last nine games, got four goals over that span. He's minus 140 for a point. He's plus 140 for an assist. Just, you know, I, I think that Tampa's probably puts uh, four or five goals. And I like him on the puck line tonight at, at plus 118 uh, to win by two. It's a tough spot for anybody. 
uh, to go into Florida and Tampa on that back-to-back. It reminds me of going out yeah. west and playing Calgary and Edmonton on those back-to-backs. Like you hope for a day between those two games, but the NHL did not give one to Arizona. So and they just got they got tonight. caved in by Florida, right? Like just yeah. I flipped over yeah. and it was three nothing with like ten minutes left in the first period. I was like, uh oh. Yeah, they they got dummied. Uh, okay, well, let's go to Dallas. We got Anaheim and Dallas here tonight. Uh, the Stars just those are the two sucker teams for me, man. Dallas and Florida. I would be very happy if that was a Stanley Cup, you know, final matchup. Again, I'm north of the border, Edmonton, yada yada yada. Uh, but I, I I'm speaking selfishly here for futures when it comes to the Dallas Stars and the Florida Panthers. Wyatt Johnson. Going right back to him. It was a two and a play for us. He, again, is one of my favorite plays on the board. Yeah, minus 120 for a point. Uh, minus 135 for three shots. He's got three goals and eight points in his last seven games. He's got three multi-point games in his last five. He's had three-plus shots in four of his last five. What we talked about last week, just for rewind, or on Tuesday, just to rewind it, like Robertson is cooking. You know, we talked about him being plus yeah. money for an assist. He picked up a couple assists the other night. Rupe Hints is playing really good. It's just no disrespect to Jamie Ben, but I think he was slowing down Wyatt Johnson. Wyatt Johnson, Pavelski's good enough to kind of be fine on that line with Ben. He's still getting top power play time. They needed to get Wyatt Johnson going, and my goodness, they got this kid going. Great call by Pete DeBoer. I think he's yeah. a must-add the rest of the way. I know he only has center eligibility in Yahoo, but he's going to get wing eligibility very soon because Hint is the center on that line. And he just doesn't look out of place, man. He's skilled. He's a couple one-touch passes that are beautiful. He's setting guys up. Uh, and he's got a nice shot, and he's finishing. So, I mean, this matchup really couldn't get any better against the Anaheim Ducks. I just saw them, you know, the San Jose Sharks took it to them the other night. Uh, so I like that top line. I, in the tracker, I got the point. Uh, I got the, the shots and I'll have some fun. We had the bet 365 last night, 75 to one. This isn't as big as a long shot, uh, but for Hintz, Robertson, and, and Johnson for two points each, it's uh, 25 to one, or for all of them for one point, it's plus 240. That's at 365. And then another one that's been working out is that Duchesne, Sagan, and Marchment line at plus 350. Um, one thing I will say uh, when it comes to the Ducks, uh, Adam Henrique has been pretty good. We had him the other night for a point. Uh, he's a little bit of chemistry there between him and um, Troy Terry. He's got points in seven of his last nine games, got five goals and three multi-point games in his last four over that span. So Adam Henrique point, Mason Marchman point. These guys are around even money, uh, but I really like Wyatt Johnson and I like Sagan to pick up a point too. There's some decent value on some of those guys and, I know the stars are back home after a bit of a road trip, but I think they'll take care of the ducks on home ice. Yeah, I, I believe that too. Uh, I got Robertson at 140 and Pavalski at 160. Uh, he's still playing, you know, uh, just the master of deflecting pucks, and he's been doing it for so long. And um, I believe that that could happen pretty easily for them. And on can be a pretty undisciplined team. Um, on Anaheim side, I'm going Terry at 260, and I'm going Leo Carlson at 320. He's going to center the top line and center the top power play, and they're doing this thing where nice. they're not playing him all the time. So he's obviously rested. He obviously wants to prove himself because he wants to play all the time. I think if they wanted him to play all the time, he'd play all the time, and he's just not going to this year. Whether that's a good idea or not, I don't know. Time will tell. Um, but when he plays, he plays well, and, and he often scores, and he's plus 320. So, yeah, that sounds that sounds just fine for me. 
Yeah, that's a pretty good. Even though the stars are rolling, their goaltending hasn't been that great. So it could be so a, a high down. scoring even, game. Yeah. Even with Ottinger. I know. Ottinger. Uh, Henrik's plus 100. So maybe an apple on that Leo Carson, Carlson goal that you just called. And Mason McTavish, uh, I, I'm just a sucker for the style of hockey that he plays. Um, you know, power play, penalty kill, all situations. Doesn't uh, is not afraid to go hard to the net. He's plus 105 for a point. So you get those two ducks at plus money for points. And Tyler Sagan, by the way, is minus 125 for a point. Uh, so him and Wyatt Johnson at minus 120 for a point, I think are pretty good plays. I also have Rupe Hints in the tracker for three shots at minus 112. He's been shooting a lot, and I think that has to do with with just the chemistry that the three have with Wyatt Johnson and and Jason Robertson. Robertson for an assist is, is definitely not plus money anymore. Minus one twenty-five is not too bad. I think that the stars could easily get four or five goals here, and a couple from their their top two lines. So that's where I'm at. Why Johnson point three shots, uh, hints three shots, second point Henrik and Mason McTavish point, uh, and a fun little same game parlay. I know DraftKings will offer the three guys the top line for a point and the second line for a point. Then you can have some fun with maybe um, three of those guys having two points at twenty-five to one. Got some comments here. Going to check out. Um, Jackets money line tonight. Ooh, ooh. We'll get to that in a second. Um, why Johnson night? Keep uh, getting on him while the value is there. Absolutely. Um, Daily Handle, do you like the Flyers tonight means an EY? We just talked about them a little bit. Uh, Daily Handle off the top of the show. I think we like the over there. We're not sold on on the money line play. I know you're probably looking for a dog. I think we can find a better one for you there. Uh, Richard in the house morning. Give our guys some likes. Best show by far. We, we appreciate you. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Second line is 60 to one. I think both lines are are worth worth it um, for a little bit of a sprinkle there because it's a really good spot. And that line has just been has been great in general. I thought there was something else I was going to bring up in this game, but. Oh, yeah, there was um, for my deep league psychos dynasty keeper league olin uh, zellweger made his nhl debut the other day for the ducks he only played 13 yeah. minutes but he was on the top power play he's very very noticeable in that game i thought he had an active stick uh, against the rangers and 34th overall pick um in the draft a couple years ago yeah he picked up a power play assist he had two shots and three blocks again he only played 13 minutes but with the drysdale trade uh, this kid's going to get an opportunity uh, to to play in Anaheim. I didn't call him up just to, you know, give him 12 minutes a night. I think his ice time will increase. And I think that's a pretty significant role for the young buck to be on that top power play with some of the skilled forwards that they do have. So um, I haven't picked him up yet in any redraft leagues. Uh, he's owned in a couple of my keeper and dynasty leagues, but he's somebody to maybe to consider in DFS. He's somebody to consider maybe um, once we see – like he's his point props are not going to pop up for a little bit, but power play assists, points here and there, maybe some shots and things. Somebody to keep an eye on for sure, because uh, he's he's going to be a good one. I, uh, we did skip over Carolina and New Jersey. I'll let you take this one away. Carolina last night uh, had the win against the Bruins. They blew the lead. They came back um, and they won the game. Martin Natchez had like nine shots on goal. He had <laughs> a pretty big game last night. Uh, Devils and Hurricanes, what you got? It feels like the Carolina Hurricanes are rolling right now, um, mm. it, which is weird. Like the goaltending situation, who knows what's going to happen there? Uh, New Jersey, I'm going Brat at 210. Um, more of an assist guy playing the kind of the the, the 
not shooting side of the power play uh, on, on the top of the tree there. But uh, I still like him as a player, plus, plus 210 to score. And Nico Heischer at plus 250 right now with no Hughes, he's doing everything down the middle of the ice for them. Um, just a really good player. And uh, I like the odds at 250. He's, he's centering the top line and centering the top power play. He could easily score tonight. Carolina side, I'm going Aho at 155 and Jarvis at 210. Nice. I like Jarvis. Natchez has uh, mentioned the nine shots for him. No Sveshikov. Yeah. Again, it looks like he's going to be out. So we're seeing a little bit of a boost there for, for Natchez. Still not on that top power play. They just can't stay healthy. Oh, I know. I, st- I still don't believe. I know you don't believe in the Hurricanes. Like, I don't believe in the Hurricanes team to make no. a run. I just, I don't know. It just seemed like a one-line team for me. I know Martin Hook score. He's been scoring pretty consistently. And I don't know. Like, that line is great at five and five and Jordan Stahl is a great defensive center. It's the goaltending, man. Like I just Spencer Martin last night made some good saves and Rant has just been so inconsistent until Kachikov's back. Uh, I just don't really feel, I don't know. They need to be aggressive. They they can't have bunting on the top line and Noison on the second line with Jack jury. It's just, again, no disrespect, but it's just not a team that I feel like can go the distance with some of these other teams in the East. I think Jordan, if you're looking for an upset, I think maybe this is the one. Maybe this is one with New Jersey checking in here on the road. Um, you know, I'm not crazy about their goaltending either, but the fact that Carolina just played last night in Boston, maybe they're a little bit sluggish. Defoley's coming off the hat trick, plus 136 for the Devils. I think that's worth a little bit of a sprinkle there. I know Rant has been, and he's a much better goalie on home ice than. He is on the road. Uh, as for Natchez, I see minus 106 over at Bet Rivers and minus 125 over at Bet 365. So a decent price uh, for him. And Timo Meyer, too. I wouldn't get too crazy about some of these point props because it is the Hurricanes and they are stingy. But Timo Meyer at minus 125, I just think putting him on that top line with Brad and Nico Heischer is just good for his game, right? Brad, like you said, is a bit of a pass first guy. So maybe he can fall into a point there. Uh, two more games to get to uh, Edmonton Oilers and Chicago Blackhawks. It would be a shame if the winning streak was ended against a team like the Chicago Blackhawks. This has to be the largest favorite I think I've seen this season. Bet 365 is minus 650 for the Edmonton Oilers uh, to win the hockey game tonight. Uh, plus 475 for the Chicago Blackhawks over there. You can't even do puck line stuff with the Edmonton Oilers. Um, no. You have to pick them to win by three goals at minus 110. And we don't do that kind of stuff here, but I, I do think that they probably win this game like 5-2. You know, they may just – we had two units on them to win by two against the Blue Jackets. It was a 1-1 hockey game heading into the third period. In the first 40 minutes of the game, the Blue Jackets were the better team. Uh, Stuart Skinner, what we talked about, um, he's been kind of glossed over during this run, but he has been yeah. – amazing and he was great in that game against the blue jackets blackhawks played last night seattle took it to them on the road second half of a back-to-back i'd be shocked anything happens we don't suggest taking teams like that on the money line it's you know i don't suggest the hawks but if you want to chuck five bucks on them reverse puck line maybe to keep this thing close go for it but i would say the oilers win this game by a couple uh, tonight, and I was looking ahead of their schedule. They're just three away from tying the Penguins. They got another 
favorable matchup coming up. I think game 17 would be against Vegas. And then I think they have the Kings right after that, potentially to, to break it. But man, nobody hotter right now than the Oilers, dude. Yeah, it's wild, man. Um, thinking about, you know, what we were talking about the Oilers a month ago, where they are now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think that the coaching change was smart. And here we are all being proven wrong. Um, they figured mm-hmm. it out. Whatever it is, Never. I don't know, but they figured it out. They pressed the right button at the right time. Edmonton, I'm going McDavid and Dreisaitl. I know it's chalky, but that's just the way it goes. Whatever. If you're going to bet on, bet on two guys to score in the NHL, it should probably be those guys. Um, yeah. And in Chicago, this should tell you a lot of how Chicago's doing right now. I'm going Ty Radish to score at plus 350. Um, a lot of people probably don't even know who that is. Uh, and Jason Dickinson <laughs> at plus 500. So, the fans of the show are smarter than that, but but right. yeah, it's like you're Ty Radish. Yeah, the Oilers haven't lost since Ty Radish is playing in the top six and playing in the top power play. And an average person wouldn't be able to pick him out of a lineup. So that tells you how it's going for Chicago right now. It's going to be a long haul, a long haul. Uh, Nick Alberg of NHL Fantasy on Ice podcast host there asked me about the Blackhawks and Connor Bedard and like a dynasty league. And it's just like, man, is this going to be, they're not going to be able to turn this thing around. Like think about the Leafs when the Leafs, how long it took them to turn things around. Matthews, Marner, Nylander. These guys are all top picks. It's not like the Penguins when Crosby, when Melkin retired and Crosby and Melkin, Crosby and Melkin just, it was Lemieux, sorry, that retired. And Crosby and Melkin just fell in their lap with Latang and and Mark Andre Fleury. It's gonna be uh it's gonna be a few years before the Blackhawks turn this thing around. Uh it's amazing this run that that Edmonton is on. Again, they haven't lost since December 19th, a 3-1 loss to the Islanders. How long does this go? They got Chicago tonight, they got your Preds after this, and then they go in Vegas. That would be game 17 to tie the Penguins for the longest winning streak of all time. And then the ducks after that, it's easy to sit here and say Vegas probably, but what yeah. do you think? Do you think they break the 17 wins in a row? I think I mean, they're rolling right now. I mean, the most hockey thing would be for Chicago to beat them tonight. And all of us just go, right. Like I want to see it. Like, I mean, I love seeing stuff like this. I mean, if they have to beat the predators to, to continue it, I'm okay with that. Um, but Robert says it would be the Preds. They're going to break the streak. Yeah, it would be it would be the most hockey thing for Chicago to beat them. But I think uh, it could it could be the Preds to break the streak. Uh, Bobby, the article will be live really soon. Probably as soon as I'm done the show, the editor will have that up, um, and we'll have some picks in there with uh, some goal scores and some prize pick stuff. So look for that uh, shortly after the show. Um, I called you Bobby. It's baby. My bad. Um, what about Warren Fogle for a point? Wow. Minus <laughs> just trying to find some value on this Edmonton team. Like everybody is extremely juiced. I got McDavid for a 2.9 at minus 130. Again, just like Kucherov and willing to drink a little bit of that juice because these guys are just getting two point nights. But uh Fogel's got a three game point streak. He's got five points over that Spain. He's got three goals. He had a five point night against the Ducks back on uh New Year's Eve. Like what? He had two goals and three assists. I mean, he's playing with yeah. Dreisaitl. Uh, he's picked up a point in four of his last five. He's minus 105 for a point. He's plus 190 for an assist. 
he's plus 290 for a goal. I mean, it's Warren Fogle, but hey, it's working right now. With, I'll say uh, when you watch the games, he's pretty noticeable. You're like, right. What the hell is, what the hell is that? <laughs> I know him and McLeod. I mean, McLeod's got a ton of speed, so that's why McLeod yeah. is a little bit more noticeable. But uh, Fogel, yeah, man, he, he's got he's he's got big some body speed to can his really game. skate, right? Like big I mean, body. You're playing with guys like that, like you're automatically, you know, Drysaddle's getting all the attention. You're just kind of skating around by yourself, right? Like it's yeah. it's just how it works. No one's worried about William. You know, no one's worried about Fogel. They're worried about Drysaddle. And yeah. he's getting the runoff. So, you know, good for him. There's a couple of times in the Oilers' last game, I looked like dry settle and it was Connor Brown. And I, just, like, I was so disgusted in myself. I was just like, oh my God, I can't believe I thought that was dry settle. It's Connor Brown. Uh, Evander like Kane numbers, is also, right? yeah, I know. Evander Kane is also on that line. He's minus 125 for a point. So, I mean, he's got two multi point games over the last three. That's probably a better call because he's more of a shooter. Yeah. He's had at least three shots in four over the last five games. Uh, he's minus 154 for three shots. So Vegas is thinking he's going to shoot the puck tonight. Uh, he, Those two guys, I think there's some value there. Fogel for a point, minus 105. Kane for a point, minus 125. Uh, ben Williams hopes they do, and I'm, I'm pretty sure he's talking about your Preds. Open the Preds can end the skid, or the streak, rather. All right, final game of the night, Blue Jackets and the Calgary Flames. We did hit on the Blues as the dog of the day on Tuesday. Uh, when they played the Calgary Flames and the uh, Blues did it again last night. Uh, shout out Braden Shen, uh, who I think is a good fantasy hockey pickup. He's on a little bit of a heater there. Uh, as for this game, again, I, I feel like Calgary's not good enough to be minus 203 favorites. I don't know, man. Markstrom let in a bit of a softy there. That one kind of hurt them. Yeah, there's been some money coming in on Columbus. You can get them at plus 160. I think it's worth a sprinkle. I know Jordan Allen's always looking for a dog. I look at this board. EY, before we get into this matchup, yep. give me an upset. Like, what's an upset team here tonight that can pull off uh, pull off a victory? Is it the Sens on home ice? Is it the Flyers on the road? The Devils on the road? I know your Preds basically a pick I know you gave that one earlier. But what do you think the chances of the Blue Jackets going into Calgary and pulling off a win? Johnny Hockey, revenge. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, this is going to sound insane, but I mean, if Connor Ingram's going to play for Arizona, I mean, he he could yeah, win a game by himself, right? Like Arizona's been scrappy all year. Tampa's been up and down. They're obviously much better now with um, Vasilevsky back. But, you know, if Ingram plays, and I don't know if he's slated to play, did he play the other day? He um, should play. They didn't play last night, so he should get the start tonight. I, I, yeah, I thought that he would play. So if I'm going to pick one, it's going to be him. And uh, just because Tampa Bay has just been not the Tampa Bay that we've been used to. And Connor Ingram right now, um, if you're looking like like crazy goalie metrics and stuff, he's one of the best goalies in the league playing behind Arizona. So he's been, he's been awesome all year long. All right. What do you think about this game? Blue Jackets, Flames. Um, yeah, I, I think the Flames are... are starting to round into form. Like you said, soft goal by Marks from the other night. Um, but I think they've just been much, much better. Um, Columbus is, they're just not a good team. And I mean, it's as simple as others. They've got lots of good young players, um, but the goaltending has been pretty suspect. The blue line is, you know, pretty decimated, you know, when they don't have uh, Rowenski, it's tough for them. So I'm going uh, Chinnikov at plus 320, which I really love. Look, he's playing on the top 
top line and he's playing on the top power play. He's a shooter that, you know, vote for me used to go to Marashenko, but he's been kind of invisible and Chinnikov has been really shooting the puck a lot. So 320, I love that. And Vorkanov is a player that I love. I mean, it feels like Troy's been telling us about this guy for three years. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the truth is, is I he wasn't mean, wrong. Me, he's lived up. He lived up to the height. He's a dude. He's mean, uh, really good on draws, uh, tough, you know, good, good offensive instincts. He's a really good player. And he's also playing on the top power play and he's plus 400. He's like more in a shooting call. position on the right, on the left-hand side. So I, I really like that. Sharon Govich yeah. and Codrick for me, for uh, the, for Calgary. Sharon Govich is a player that I've just loved all year. Yeah, I got him written down. I got Sharon Govich at minus 145 for a point. It's getting close. Like him and Charlie Coyle are, are now starting to get respect, I think, from, from Vegas. So it's tough to kind of take these guys yeah. as singles. But for Sharon Govich, he's up to 20 goals, eight goals in his last seven. He's got uh, points in 17 of his last 24 games. So it's a I, it's a pretty good run. I know, I know people don't like to hear about Huberdeau, uh, but the same game parlay for Sharon Govich and Huberdeau along with um, Elias Lindholm is plus 275. Uh, I think that's a pretty good late night bet there. And I'll go with Blake Coleman for a point at minus 130. And I guess your long shot same game parlay of the day. Let's walk this one out together. Uh, Chinnikoff point. Goudreau point. Cole Sillinger point top line plus 625 for these guys to hit the score sheet. It's not bad at all, man. Uh, Johnny hockey's got points in three of his last four games. Uh, Chinnikoff is a nice little player. He's got points in two of his last three. He had a nice little streak there, seven shots and five shots and in back-to-back games. Um, it's tough when you just get the two of the three. That's why we're getting plus 625, but Sillinger did score two games ago. Uh, 24 minutes the other night against the Canucks. He's getting an opportunity. So that line together, it's like kind of like last night. That Kraken line with Tatar and McCann and Eberle was plus 475. It was a good matchup. This one's not as nice, but it's pretty solid. And you want to get nuts. Let's yeah. test how hot we nuts. might get. How about this one? Goudreau, Sillinger, and Chinnikov, two points each. 120 to one. <laughs> oh you gotta be pretty a, brave. You gotta be pretty brave, but I mean, this is pizza money here. Put a buck on that. It's $121. Yep. Put five bucks on that. It's $600. It's um, the matchup is okay. You get the fun, little revenge thing. These guys are in decent form. It's the flames. So um, because it's the flames and the blue jackets, all these guys are, are pretty good values just to pick up a point. Like Johnny hockey's minus minus one ten for a point. Uh, cylinders plus 125 and your boy Chinnikov. I'll call him your boys plus 125 there. I don't know. I got the spirit feeling about the Blue Jackets. Troy's not even here to talk me out of it. Yeah. You think he would? He wouldn't talk. <laughs> no way. It. He'd say the Blue no Jackets way. are alive tonight. He'd be, he'd be firing this cannon that he built in his bedroom right now. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go to Columbus too. It actually is on my bucket list. I, I've been around to a few arena. I got to go to Columbus. I got to hear the cannon. And I have to go to Minnesota. I I love the the atmosphere of mini. Uh, yeah, I gotta go to football. I've been to Minnesota. I've never been to Columbus. Definitely got to do it at some point. Uh, yeah. A buddy of mine that worked here for the Preds, Marty, uh, is he works up in Columbus. So Marty will take care of us. I'm pretty sure we got to make the pilgrimage. 
Nice. I got to do it around when the Vikings can play too. You know, kill two two birds there with one stone. I'd love to see both. Um, but yeah, Mini's just always been a great atmosphere. I love the Minnesota North Stars, like old Jersey. I know, I know it was Dallas that moved there, or Minnesota moved to Dallas, but I just love that jersey. And I know you have the Capri Soft one. It's got the old yep. colors. So good. So good. Okay. All right. Um, I'll do some sides. You throw to you, I'll throw to you for some goals, and then we'll uh, wrap up with a couple other props here. Uh, I'm gonna take the Bruins. I'm going to take the Bruins. I know it kind of feels like a trap. They played last night. Sens have been a little bit better lately, but they beat up on some brutal teams. We get Boston at minus 128 over at Fanduel. Uh, I like that one. I also like the Islanders tonight at minus 148 for them to win. I am on the bolts on the puck line. Uh, I think, you know, just Arizona playing last night against Florida, a tough spot for them. Um, and then that's really it for me. You know, as you said, we can't really dive into the Oilers. Uh, I do like the Stars uh, on the puck line at home, but it's not the best odds. And I think if you're looking for an upset of the night, I, I'm going to go off New Jersey, although I think that they're interesting tonight. But Carolina is a very tough place to go in and play a hockey game. I'm going to lean with the Blue Jackets here. The Blue Jackets as the uh, dog of the night, checking it out plus 160. We'll have some fun with that top line in a in the same game parlay there at 120 to one. Go ahead. You got some goal scorers and I'll wrap up with a couple of single props. Here we go. We've got pasta, DeBrusque, uh, Kachuk, Batherson, Horvath if plays, Nelson, Caulfield, Shlavkowski, <clears throat> Keller, Kraus, Kucherov, Eastamont, Konechny, Atkinson, Larkin, Perron, Bratt, Heischer, Ajo, Jarvis, Carlson, Terry, Robertson, Pavelski, Forsberg, Sissions, Kaprizov, Boldy, Radish, Dickinson, McDavid, Dreisaitl, that somehow is the same game, uh, Chinnikov, Vork, Vorkanov, I'm not really sure if I'm saying that right. But Thank you. Whatever, you get it. Sarah, Sharon Govich, Kadri. The eight-way maniac parlay goes as, fast, as follows. Pasta. Brady Kachuk, Pavalski, Forsberg, Kaprizov, Kucherov, McDavid, Shergovich. My lock of the night to score is Pasternak. Pasta. Let's eat like kings tonight. Love it. Um, I'll try to go in order of these. Again, the article will be live. I know I've talked a lot about the same kind of usual guys. I'm always afraid to put in the same guys in the article. But why Johnson is just getting in there for me. I, I can't ignore this. The value... The, the, the placement up on the top line. So why Johnson for a point? Uh, why I'll do point props first and then maybe wrap. I'll just do them all here. Why Johnson for a point? I also like him for three shots. I like Rupe Hintz for three shots. And I like Sagan for a point. Um, Brock Faber for a point. Uh, Gustav Nyquist for a point. Joel Farabee for a point and three shots. Uh, Cam Atkinson for a point and three shots. David Perron for a point. I like Charlie Coyle for a point. Uh, I like Josh Norris for a point at plus 100. Kyle Palmieri, I like for the Islanders to pick up a point. I get a two-point night, kind of a long shot one here with Braden Point at plus 170. Uh, drinking a little bit of the juice from the Kita Kutroff at minus 130 for the two-point night. I got Natchez for three shots. I got Kane and Warren Fogle for a point tonight. Minus 105 for Fogle, minus 125 for Evander Kane. Uh, Blake Coleman for a point minus 130 and Igor Sharangovich for a point at minus 145. So uh, if I would were to rank them, I have them all in the bet tracker. I did it last night. I started with um, 
let's see. I started with Joel Farabee for a point and three shots. Then I did Charlie Coyle. Then I did Y Johnson. Then I went with Kucherov for a two-point night. Brock Faber, Sharon Govich, and Alex DeBrincat. So those are those are the plays. I've just find a little bit more value lately on point props, but some of the shots I think, you know, Farabee, Cam Atkinson, uh, Y Johnson, Rupe Hints, Martin Natchez. I think those guys are uh, pretty decent prices for some shots. Uh, so good luck on the ice. Hopefully the winners are yours. Again, ftmbets.com in a little bit. We'll have some picks out there, some, some props. Check out the article. It will be free to check out. I will still have one next week as well. We won't have a show at all next week with the All-Star break uh, coming up. We'll come back strong with a little bit of a refresher. We'll take a look at maybe some futures. Last time to kind of dive into some of these futures. Eric and I have been talking about the Panthers a lot. I still think there's a lot of some good value out there. Four to one to win the division, six to one to win the conference, and thirteen to one to win the cup. Uh, we really like Florida, and they could add at the deadline. I think they're a very, very scary team. So enjoy the break, enjoy the All Star uh, festivities, uh, and have a good weekend. If you're uh, looking for some NFL picks, FTN wins. Save yourself a little bit of cash. We cover all sports over at FTN, all projections and tools, Discord channel. It's all there for you as well. And we're fresh off a, a 75 to 1 hit last night. So hopefully we can continue. Do you know what we saw last night? A Pierre Luc Dubois power play goal. Here we In go. this economy. In this economy. The, the McLennan called him out, said, Look, man, like we've been waiting for this Again. guy. Again. He, he called said, him out the other night and he called out the entire squad last night and drew Doughty had a great little oh, just awesome. calling out everyone too yeah he's saying yep. the guys are trying to be individual team 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 stuff yeah. it was almost like okay, when devon taves called everybody out and then the Avs started rolling after that so uh nice little leadership there from drew Doughty. maybe they get going but they're gonna have to because they have been on a heck of a slide good luck guys from the eric young myself chris meany we will talk to you in a couple weeks cheers Go lions After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.